Hello and welcome to Word Equals Faith. This is your host, Jose Reynaldo Torres. Welcome, folks, welcome. Hey, folks, uh, the title of today's uh, message is Clean Feet. Yes, Clean Feet. That's exactly the title of uh, today's message is uh, Clean Feet. And at, uh, today... Um, may not sound as as bad as it sounds, right? Clean feet. Uh, we got so many, so many places out here where we can kind of pamper ourselves today, right? We can go walk into a facility and get pampered up, right? Get your nails done, get a pedicure. You know, they got this these awesome facilities where you can go ahead and do that stuff, right? It, uh, it's it's pretty reasonable, right? To get it to get pampered for the day, walk out with some clean feet, right? Get some, some, sometimes even the guys, right? I, I had one, one done, uh, many, many moons ago. Somebody gave me a, a nice blessing, uh, a gift to go and, and try it out. So I took my better half with me, my uh, lovely wife. And it was a, it was a unique experience. Uh, so we're going to leave it at that. However, it was, uh, uh, I couldn't believe the cleansiness of, of, of those feet. So today we're going to be talking about that a little bit, just to highlight John chapter 13. And I'm going to be paraphrasing today, uh, just to, in the essence of time here, I'm uh, looking at, at doing a quick one here today, just so that we can get back in the groove of things. And obviously, the uh, as I always say, the uh, message is what's important, right? The message that the Lord has given me to give to you. So obviously, we're going to go with that. But you can get based basically all this conversation we're gonna to have today is based on the book of John, chapter thirteen. And yes, for those that are already there looking at John chapter thirteen, you're gonna see that Jesus is doing something different here. He's uh cleaning the feet of his uh twelve disciples. And uh and that that's yeah, that's a for me even now speaking about it. It actually gives me um, some 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 uh, <laughs> some jitters because here it is. You got the King of Kings and Lord of Lords coming down from heaven and cleaning one of the dirtiest feats that you're ever gonna encounter. And he not only does he do it one time, but he does it twelve times. And even for one of those that. Uh, uh, if you continue to read on, on John chapter 13, you're going to see that uh, even one of them who, whose feet he's cleansing is um, one that's going to betray him. And that betrayal leads um, Jesus to the cross. So that that's just a, a powerful verse going on. There's a lot to, to process there. And um, for what I wanted to share is uh, basically uh, what Jesus is doing. He's doing something unheard of. This is the King of King and, and Lord of Lords the uh, promised Messiah. And that's what Christ means, right? Messiah uh, means the anointing. It means chrismed, anointed with oil, right? The anointed one of, of God the Father. So he comes down here to clean and just ponder that for a minute. These feet, uh, again, you know, if we go and we rewind back into Jesus' time, uh, not everybody had um, the ability to, and the facilities at home to have clean feet. 
uh, mind you, these guys um, were walking, right? There's no cab service. Uh, obviously, the wealthy had transportation like uh, uh, horses, uh, chariots, uh, that kind of uh, transportation. Uh, and there'd, there'd be cattle in some cases. But most of the time, it's walking, right? They wanted to go to the market, they had to walk. So that's their version of what we call today mall. And uh, obviously, those... Um, those, and that was a walking distance. It was a challenge, right, to get out there to the malls, to get out there to the market in their time, uh, just for food, groceries, things of that nature, or sometimes even to work, right, or sell their produce and things of that nature. So obviously they're going back and forth. They have to walk most of the time. So can you imagine walking on dirty uh, roads? Uh, obviously there's no pavement like we have today where we have these grounds covered with cement or with asphalt um in some rural areas there's uh some uh gravel and things of that nature uh but mostly mud right M mostly dirt so imagine these guys um in jesus time are, are walking on that they're walking on dirt they're walking on dirt one of the dirtiest places um obviously if it's raining it's mud if it's uh you know just dumb in their homes they, they don't have any uh uh carpeting like we have today there's no uh inner plumbing like we have today there's no showers there's no not not indoors right only the wealthy had that type of infrastructure where they did have uh areas where you can uh obviously they had servants that would come in uh wash their feet for them the wealthy ones that is they had rooms built specifically for that uh, however, the common person and the average person didn't have that facility. They either had uh, area or jugs in some cases dedicated for that where they would come home and um, do it themselves or go to the rivers and things of that nature. Right. But however, again, if you put you rewind back to that Jesus time, that's what was going on. You had so, so, so much dirt on the feet and they didn't have that luxury of cleansing it on a daily basis the way we have today um so quick note here is they're definitely one of the dirtiest feet that you would encounter and on top of that they probably didn't smell as good neither right so uh talk about hygiene practices right and jesus is doing that the scripture shows on on 13 where he's uh scooping down and wiping down the feet of these apostles. But he's doing a ritual here. He's cleansing them, anointing them. And the cleansing is what's uh, really important here as Jesus is doing that. He's cleansing the, the feet of the apostles, uh, anointing them and preparing them for their ministry. Right? As the high priest does, right? He gives himself, he cleanses himself first. And then he cleanses the community, right? Uh so amazing work that Jesus is doing there uh, as he prepares himself to go to the cross. So, brothers and sisters, the takeaway here is that we too are called to do things that are not at the beginning. You know, when we are looking at it from foggy lenses, uh, we don't see the true meaning behind what we're tasked to do or what we're called to do. And, you know, here we have the King of Kings and Lord of Lords uh, leaving his throne in heaven, temporarily that is, to come down and take human form, put on the flesh called Jesus, and 
dwell amongst us to show us and demonstrate how the kingdom works and how we ought to do things for one another. In that same book and chapter, John chapter 13, he also tells us that we ought to love one another. And when we do love one another, that's how the world will know we are his disciples. That's how the world knows that we uh, follow the direction that Jesus uh, not only leads us, but walks on it himself, right? He leads by example as he teaches us that service is what we ought to do. And when we're called to perform that service for God's kingdom here on earth, again, sometimes we, we get challenged. Sometimes we don't want to do it. It doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem like something that, that we would do. And sometimes we think it may be beneath us, right? I had a colleague of mine that really, really uh, brought this home because he invited me to do something special. He said, hey, uh, brother, let's do something manly, my treat. And I was looking at him like, well, you know, I had my eyebrows up and he's like, let's do this. And uh, obviously he took me to this place um, to get our shoes shined. And sure enough, um, when I got on the chair, the, the guy did such a phenomenal job. I, it was unbelievable. I, I didn't realize how, how dirty my, my shoes were. Uh, so I was I'm on this chair. The, uh, the person just did one side first and left the other one dirty. And for me, it was just uh, an eye opener on how that new shoe, the one that was polished, looked so magnificent. I can actually see my reflection on it. It was such a, a beautiful job. It looked like I had patent leather shoes. However, uh, the other one was left dirty. And at, at, at first glance, I didn't even, when I wore them that day prior to getting them done, I didn't realize how dirty they were. And uh, in contrast to having them side by side and having one cleansed uh, immaculately versus the other one that was left untouched. And that was a demonstration for me to see you know, the type of work this person was doing. But it also allowed me to go back into this verse and see what Jesus was doing on bare feet, the cleansing, the job that he was doing, the call for us to do what he's doing. And that service, regardless of what the calling is, we ought to do it just like that guy that shined my shoe. He did it to such a... Uh, magnificent, excellent job, which I, I could not believe the work that this man had done. And that's what we're called to do, brothers and sisters in Christ. We are actually called to share the love of, of God, the love of Jesus that's right in front of our faces sometimes, whatever that calling is. It may be to pray for a brother or a sister who's um, down on their luck. It may be to um, pray for somebody who's going through surgery or it may be just to share bread with somebody in need or clothes, somebody that's in need of, a, of clothing, a jacket, uh, a home, and, and whatever. I mean, you fill in the blanks on how you're going to get called. And again, don't look at it through our lenses. Uh, unless there is something for you to learn, there's always something for us to take away like I did with those shoes. Um, and like I see Jesus doing that magnificent work as he prepares his um, disciples to take leadership roles and to continue to share the gospel with as many as they can possibly come across in contact with. Uh, it, it's a hard task sometimes. Uh, sometimes we don't like it. Sometimes we throw tantrums. 
Sometimes we disagree with it, and, and sometimes we um, just don't feel up to it. Uh, this is why I mean we can't really look at these things and these challenges, this calling, through our fleshly lenses, but it it's ideal to look at it with your spiritual lenses and is witness what God is doing through us. I'll share this last one with you, and hopefully it'll be encouragement for you as you're called um, as you're called to, to continue to advance God's kingdom the way he chooses to, the way he chooses to. Uh, for now, I'll share this last one. I'm called to, uh, to help this um, person online, and, and sure enough, uh, this is at work where I'm uh, reaching out to a, just to a customer to go ahead and uh, um, fix their issue with an with a electronic phone there having issues with audio issues and I was called to to reach out uh now the person at the other end of that phone was pretty much uh down and I I can hear it in their voice however uh I, I did open up and say hey don't don't worry I got you covered or you know don't don't worry about this issue here we we're, we're going to we're going to solve it for you you're going to be you're going to be able to make these calls very very soon so uh please don't don't let it get to you and that person opened up you know I guess that that was the the uh, seed that they needed to pretty much be vulnerable. And they opened up and said, oh, Brother Jose is not, it's not. And I don't know this person, never seen them. If I'd be standing next to them in a grocery store, I wouldn't know who they, who they are. Right? So a person opened up and said, Brother Jose, you don't understand. I just had a, recently lost, lost my mom. She had a battle of, um, with cancer for 11 years, on and off, on and off. There would be times where she beat it. But then eventually it caught up and and uh, she's no longer with us. That's what's really hurting me. And then to top it off, two weeks ago, I just lost my my uncle. So it's that is it's a devastating time. And I gave her words of encouragement and then fixed her issue and, and hung up the call. But as I hung up, I was uh, tapped spiritually, convicted by the Holy Spirit and said, you you know, during that conversation, you felt the the you were told to to pray. How come you you know you didn't pray? And I felt that conviction, right? I'm having this conversation, and I'm like, well, this person, I don't know where their faith is. I don't know where they are with Christ. I don't know, you know, I'm respecting their 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 privacy. And sure enough, I left it at that. That was my justification for not being obedient to what the Holy Spirit was calling me to do. However, as I'm saying this. I quickly understood that I was being disobedient and I did take it back and tell the Lord, please forgive me. Uh, I'm leaning on those excuses, right? <laughs> so please forgive me. And as soon as I say that, I get a text from, from the person saying, Jose, now I can't log in. Will you be able to help me with the same uh, uh, digital phone? I'm not able to log in. Will you be able to help? And I was like, uh, Okay, Lord, I get it. I get it. So sure enough, we got back on that call. And as soon as I got on, I said, hey, yeah, I don't, I don't know what your faith is and stuff, but I, I really believe that the second part of this, of our call is to, you know, pray with you for the, for your loss. Would you, would you be okay with that? And the person was like, let's do it. Let's, let's do it. Right. This person was like energized and pumped up from that, from that offer. And, and sure enough, we prayed and we said an amen at the end person was already logged into the system so I knew it wasn't it wasn't me to 
to help her with the login issue. It was more for the prayer. So sure enough, that prayer made a, a big difference. The person was able to work efficiently, uh, told me that they needed that. That was the best thing that ever happened to them. And you can see, you can hear it in the voice. You can hear it in the voice. It was so powerful and vibrant. So brothers and sisters, I wanted to share that with you so that you understand that um, uh, the Lord is going to use us at work sometimes, at the grocery store, in the wilderness. That means the streets, anywhere. It could be an airplane, a bus, wherever he calls you to go ahead and share love like we did and support. That's what the kingdom is about. So brothers and sisters in Christ, we get that if Jesus can clean some rotten, dirty, stinky feet, I'm just having fun with that, but it, the truth is that some of those feet were bad. And, and if he, the King of Kings, Lord of Lords, can clean not one, but 12 feet, that means that he has no barriers, he has no limits, Nothing is beneath him. He goes through anything, through any obstacle to show and demonstrate how to serve and how to love one another. So if Jesus can do that, I'm talking about the King of Kings and Lord of Lords can temporarily step away from his heavenly throne, become flesh and do this. At least love one another. Share Christ with one another. Share the gospel with one another. Or at least just whatever he's going to call you for. Share that with others. Go ahead and share love like we did and support. That's what the kingdom is about. So I just wanted to share that with you. And I hope this message touches you in a very magnificent and powerful way. Glory to God. Stay blessed.